Hi, I'm Darren Peppard. Welcome to the Leaning into Leadership podcast, the podcast dedicated to today's hardworking leader. Join me every Sunday for leadership insight, inspiration, and a little pep talk to keep you rolling down your road to awesome. What is it about 2024 that excites you? What is it about turning the page into a new year that makes you reflect on the current year and gets you really stoked for what the possibilities are in the upcoming year? Today on the show, folks, that's what we are going to talk about. I'll reflect a little bit on 2023, but more importantly, I'm going to talk about 2024, and I'm going to talk about it from a leadership perspective. What are the things that leaders need to do? How do leaders need to show up to ensure success in their organizations, in their schools, in their communities? That's what the topic is today. I've got five, that's right, five different ways that leaders need to show up to make that impact to get their school and their community on the road to awesome. And you're going to catch it right after this. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. Hey there, welcome into Leaning Into Leadership, episode number 115. I am your host, Darren Peppard, and if you're just finding this show, just now coming on board, thank you for joining me. I'm a lifelong educator turned entrepreneur, I'm a leadership coach, I'm an author, speaker, and a publisher, and I'm simply looking to help leaders, both formal and informal leaders, to be their very best. During my 26-year career in education, I had a lot of varied leadership experience, from being a teacher and a coach, to being a principal, and even being a superintendent. I had a lot of success and probably made more than my fair share of mistakes. Working with a leadership coach completely changed who I was as a leader, and it actually led me to study leadership preparation in my doctoral dissertation. And now I work with schools and districts all over the country to help leaders find that much needed clarity, to walk in their purpose, and to find some joy in their job every day. And on today's special episode, I'm looking forward into the year 2024. Now, yes, I realize that's only a day away. This episode is going live on December 31st, so um, New Year's Eve. Hey, Happy New Year, everyone. During this episode, I want to talk about some things that I learned in 2023, but I also, again, want to look forward into the year 2024. So during the course of the calendar year 2023, I learned a lot about leadership. Yes, even the self-proclaimed expert in leadership can continue to learn. And somebody asked me recently what I had learned about myself this year. You know, what a great question. And this is something we all should be thinking about. What did I learn about myself? during the year 2023. And man, the more I reflected on this, I realized that it's interesting how we get rolling into a year. And before we know it, we pick our heads up and we realize just how much time has escaped us. So this question really caused me to kind of step up on the balcony. If you're a regular listener of the show, you know I love to talk about balcony level leadership. So kind of getting yourself up from ground level up to that, you know, 1,000 foot level where you can kind of take a look around and say, hey, how am I doing in these different areas? So that question really forced me to get up on the balcony for myself and think about what did I really learn about leadership and what did I really learn about myself 
during the course of 2023. And man, one of the things I think I learned is just how humble today's leader, the really great leader, is. Understanding and knowing that they don't know it all and they just want to continuously grow. And this is something that that I discovered with so many leaders around the around the country, and, and it made me reflect on myself. So, so what did I learn about myself? I learned that I need to be continually reflecting and continually taking a look, getting up on that balcony and, and seeing where have I improved and, and am I sticking to the things that I think are really important. I'll be honest with you, in 2023, I didn't spend enough time up on the balcony. Um, but I definitely learned right along with that, that the best leaders that are out there right now are, again, those people who are humble and they're willing to continue to grow. They know that they don't know it all. You know, as a coach this year, I felt like I was really challenged in a similar way to how I was challenged as a principal. You know, when, when working with the very best teachers in the school, they're the ones who want the most feedback. They're the ones who want to continue to grow, right? They're the ones who really push us to find areas that can help them really perfect their craft. And to me, that was always a big challenge. And I learned eventually that just like in so many other leadership roles, listening is essential. You know, when you give feedback, you can't give feedback if you're not listening, if you're not showing up curious, right? So when I really lean in, that's when I can ask deep questions that help leaders or teachers reflect on their own practice. You know, and that really opens up the door for us to jump into deep brainstorming and thinking through challenges that they might be facing. I mean, that, folks, is leadership. So what did I learn about myself? What did I learn about leadership in 2023? Man, leadership is about listening and it's about asking questions. That, to me, was was the big takeaway. You know, the great leaders of today are, are not the authoritarians, the one who demanded that unquestioned you know, loyalty, that unquestioned authority, right? I mean, I do this, if you're watching, you could see me doing this with my fist. If you're just listening, it's like, you know, ah, oh, that iron fist. Those aren't, the, those aren't the great leaders anymore. And the, the people who can't hear opposing viewpoints or can't adjust or embrace competition, they're not the ones who are the great leaders anymore. Today's best leaders are the ones who, who listen first, you know, who understand that they have to empathize with those that they lead. I mean, they, they have to see them as human beings, not just as employees or as direct reports, but that those who we are charged with leading are human beings and we have to see them as human beings. And we have to understand how important it is to look at leading as a people first business. That's what I really learned. That's what I really saw this year. And to me, it was just so important. And so what I want to accomplish in this episode, what I want to share with you in this episode is five ways that leaders need to show up to ensure success in our schools in 2024. Now, for those of you who maybe you're really busy, you got a whole lot going on, maybe you're already listening to this uh, episode on like two times the speed, I'm going to give you the too long, didn't listen version. So I'm going to give you the whole episode in like 30 seconds, right? So five ways leaders need to show up in 2024 in 30 seconds or less. Here you go. Number one, you got to show up for relationships. Number two, show up 
looking for positives. Number three, show up as a coach. Number four, you got to show up resilient. And number five, show up focused on yourself. So there you go, folks. That's the whole episode in like 30 seconds. Now, if you're still with me, if you're sticking around, you know, cool. That's awesome. Let's get into this. Let's talk about five ways leaders need to show up in 2024. Here we go. Number one, let's show up thinking about relationships. Leaders, man, you know this, you understand this, but it all begins with relationships. We've got to be willing to meet people where they are, and we can't do that if we don't know them as human beings. One of the pieces of advice that I share with leaders that I coach all the time is spend time with your teachers in their classrooms when there aren't kids there. I mean, by all means, we go in and we spend time doing the, you know, the walkthrough or the informal observation or whatever term that you put on it. We go in and we spend some time, we give a little bit of feedback, but that's when kids are in the room. Leaders, you also need to be intentional with your time to set aside moments where you can go check in. Just go be in three or four classrooms during the course of an hour for five or 10 minutes. You don't focus on continuing to build the relationship that you have with the people that are working with you in your space. It is absolutely essential that you are building those relationships. And, and I'll tell you, you know, just, just today, I read a really great blog post. Uh, Zach Bowermaster, I'll link this in the show notes for you, wrote a blog post about meeting people where they are. And I won't, I won't steal the thunder of the blog post. I'll just put it in there. I want you to go check it out uh, because it really is truly awesome. And I'll make sure I uh, reach out to Zach and we'll get Zach in, uh, into the show here and we can talk a little bit more about this. But if we're not focused on meeting people where they are, then it just makes it that much more difficult. The key is you, you don't know where they are if you don't have a relationship with them, okay? Sometimes you just gotta be able to lead alongside them. You gotta be able to spend time with them and get to know them, you know, and, and let them know that you're right there with them step by step. You know, not everything that we do is easy. Sometimes things are really, really challenging. And if we're really meeting people where they are, that means each individual that we lead is going to be faced with different challenges. And as the leader, being right there alongside them, to support them, to guide them, to coach them, uh, a lot of things I'm going to talk about here in the episode, those are the things we have to do. And if we don't start by focusing on relationships, folks, that's it just makes it that much more complicated, right? you got to know your people so you can empathize, so you can support, so you can guide, and you can grow them, right? So show up in 2024 thinking about relationships. That's number one. Number two, show up looking for positives. Now, I know for those of you who, who pay attention to the show, who have tuned in and listened to a bunch of episodes, you know that that's something that's huge for me. We have got to focus on the positives. You know, I go back to that point in my life when I moved from kind of an informal leadership role into a formal leadership role as an assistant principal. And man, we were all about looking for the negatives and we were good at it. Uh, some of you have heard me tell the story. It's in my book, Road to Awesome, The Journey of a Leader. That moment in time when it really clicked for me that we were just focused on all the things people were doing wrong. I call it punishment to gain compliance, right? We were just simply catching people doing things wrong. But there were so many great things happening. And yet we weren't focused on those things, right? That, that's like my two roads moment. 
right? Two roads diverged in a wood. And for me, those two roads were continue on the path where we just catch them doing it wrong and we punish looking for compliance. Or what if we stop looking at the things they do wrong? Why, why can't it be about the things they do right? Focus on the positives. It causes a massive change in your brain. It completely reprograms your brain, but you have to be willing to look to do that mindset change, okay? And, and it just starts by looking at the things you're wanting to find, right? When, when I speak, I, I talk about and, and issue this challenge of counting the number of red cars that you see. So when you're out driving around and, you know, whatever you're doing, just count the number of red cars you see. You know what you're going to find? You're going to find a lot of red cars, and it's because you're looking for them. You know, I, I'm a Jeep guy, and now when I'm out and about and I'm driving my Jeep, I see Jeeps everywhere. Why? Because I'm looking for them, right? I mean, I'm looking to throw the Jeep wave, right? So we've got to make sure that we're starting on, on that mindset road where we look for the positive things that are happening. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about toxic positivity here. I'm not talking about like gaslighting people into thinking everything is going to be okay. We're going to have challenges. We're going to have things that are difficult. We're going to have moments of grief. We're going to have moments of failure. Okay? Don't whitewash it into thinking, oh, well, hey, you know, everything is great. No, not toxic positivity. Rather, you choose what you're looking for. Show up looking for those positive things. Man, when, when, even if it's just a simple thing, somebody holds a door open for someone or, or somebody, you know, maybe, maybe hits a, you know, hits the mark that you're looking for on an assessment or even just has a little bit of progress. Our most challenging students, the ones who ask for love in the most weird and obnoxious ways when they do something right, reinforce it. All right. I mean, think about to me, it's, it's recognize reward and reinforce the positives, but we can't do it if we're not looking for them. So show up in 2024 looking for those positives. It's going to make a huge difference. All right. Number three, show up as a coach. I mentioned this in the very beginning that having a leadership coach completely changed me. I mean, I seriously went from the guy who was suffering severely from Superman syndrome. Like I had to do everything for everybody. I was the guy that honestly was a disaster. Okay. But as soon as I started working with a coach, all of a sudden those things started to change. I got that. I got that different perspective from someone. Okay. And, and the more that I learned and the more I grew, the more I wanted to coach others. Okay. As a leader, folks, we have to show up as a coach. Okay. And, and it begins with a belief that everybody has the ability to continue to grow and improve. Believe in your people that they can and they will grow and they will improve. Now, some of your folks are going to be a little bit difficult. Some are going to challenge and some are going to push back, acting as if they don't need to grow or need to improve. Go back to how you're going to show up, number one, focused on relationships. All right, that's what we really have to lean into. Okay, but showing up as a coach means we believe everybody can grow and continue to improve. Focus on growing a culture where we all can grow and learn together. This doesn't have to be about you. It doesn't have to be about you providing all the professional development or you providing all the feedback, but rather collectively, what if we all learn from each other? What if we all learn and grow together? What if, what if we develop a system in our school where we can give each other feedback risk-free, it's not punitive, and it's not judgmental, 
It's just simply helping each other to be the very, very best we can be. Oh my gosh, what an incredibly powerful team that would be. There are some schools out there doing exactly this kind of work, right? That's the kind of culture you wanna focus on growing. Okay, that's that coaching culture, you know? Establish a belief that feedback is like the lifeblood of your school. You know, we, we can only grow and improve through true, genuine feedback, right? And understand that coaching and mentoring are essential for the success of everybody in the organization. And folks, if you are the leader of that organization, I am talking to you. And I'm not talking to you saying that you need to be coaching others, you do. But rather I'm saying it begins with the leader having a mentor or having a coach. Having that person who can give you that third point perspective absolutely changes the game. Trust me, I mean, honestly folks, the reason I do what I do is because of my experience working with a leadership coach. My leadership coach completely changed me, absolutely changed me. And it is an, it's an unbelievable thing when you have the opportunity to work with somebody, whether it's formal or informal, whether it's something you pay for or you don't, but having that person that's a mentor or a coach who can give you that feedback, who can give you that, that perspective, who can go stand on the balcony with you and point out some things that maybe you're not seeing, man, it makes a big difference. So number three in 2024, leaders, you need to show up as a coach. Number four, leaders, we got to show up resiliently, resiliently. I don't even know if that's a word, but I want you to show up as resilient as you can be, because here's the reality. In 2024, you're going to face some big challenges, okay? And, and how you stare them down, how you bravely take on those challenges will tell your staff and your stakeholders a whole lot about you. Okay, I was just reading an article the other day from Ed Week, and in this article, Ed Week talked about five big challenges that school leaders are going to face in 2024. Let me give you a quick rundown from this. Uh, they talk about chronic absenteeism, uh, the COVID aid deadlines, kind of that financial cliff, if you will. You know, all of that, all of that ESSER money is going to run out, and have you have you prepared yourself for that? Okay, they talked about declining enrollment. A lot of schools that I work with are faced with that exact challenge, seeing enrollment begin to go down. But the opposite could be true as well with having increased enrollment because a lot of schools are getting those kids who went into those online platforms or chose a different route and now are starting to find their way back to a little bit more of the traditional school. So enrollment itself, whether it's declining or increasing, is going to be a challenge. Uh, number four from Ed Week, they talked about turning the tide in academics. So I'm going to talk more about this in a few minutes, but um, we definitely are at a point where that focus is no longer really on that, that gap or, or whatever you want to call it from the time when people were at home. We've kind, of, we've kind of put that to bed, and now it's about, look, we just simply have to improve academic performance, falling behind other countries and that type of thing, and we have to improve the academic performance, and that's a big challenge for, for leaders in 2024. And the fifth one they stated was weathering the political storm. Man, we've been doing this for a while. It feels like, like we've been out in a life raft you know, on, on an aggressive ocean over the last handful of years with the political climate. And it's, it's not going to stop. Um, I do think that we're going to start to see that storm maybe, maybe settle itself down after the 2024 election cycle. But the reality is 
that's that's still a long ways away, right? I mean, that's November. So that means most of 2024, we're going to continue to face that weathering uh, of a political storm. So that that's some stuff that Ed Week shared. Here, here are some things that I look at as well as some of those challenges that you're going to face. And this is why we got to show up so resilient in 2024. I mean, you're going to continue to have these massive demands on your time, right? So things like staff shortages, you know, often um, I talk with leaders and they're, they're the ones who are having to go substitute teach a class or cover a lunch duty or, you know, go to an IEP meeting, whatever the case might be, um, simply because they're short staffed. You know, you're being asked to do a lot more with less okay? and you're going to deal with parent drama and you're going to deal with adult drama. And you're going to deal with student discipline and you're going to deal with this desire that you have to to be the instructional leader. There's so many demands on your time and what tends to get pushed to the back is that instructional leadership piece. The time in classrooms giving feedback, that time working with PLCs and having discussions around pedagogy and around, um, you know, around curriculum and those really important things, sitting down and going through actual data cycles and identifying where we're strong, where do we continue to grow, what are the trends that we're identifying with, those things tend to get pushed to the side because we have so many demands on our time. And then finally, it's just simply, you gotta fix it. And whatever it might be, that might be academics, it might be staff shortages, it might be whatever, right? I mean, there's so many things that as leaders, and they're unique in everybody's situation, but as the leader, you are expected to fix it. That's your job. And that's another one of those things that just puts such a demand on your time. And, and again, it forces us to think about, we have to be resilient, okay? I mean, we have to be brave as the leader, but folks, you don't have to do it alone. This is the thing about being resilient in 2024 that's different than I would say maybe in 2011, my first year as a building principal. You know, it was, you gotta do it on your own. You have to be the one. In 2024, being resilient as a leader means leaning into the people around you. Don't think you have to do it all by yourself. I mean, having grit, uh, having grit or having resilience doesn't mean you're flying solo. Doesn't mean you're Superman. It means being brave, even if it scares the hell out of you, and trusting the people around you, because in turn they'll trust you. You got to be resilient in 2024. That's number four. Number five, folks. You got to show up focused on yourself. Now, what I don't mean here is be self-centered. Instead, I mean, in order for you to support and lead and care for others, you got to take care of yourself. You have to be focused on yourself now more than ever before. And you might think that you really got to work hard in the coming year to meet all of these new demands. I mean, I probably just scared the hell out of you with number four, right? There's so many things there, right? I mean, it's scared the hell out of me reading it to you, okay? But it doesn't necessarily mean you have to work harder. Maybe it means you got to work smarter than ever. Don't do it alone. You know, who can you lean into on your staff to support you on your projects? How do you leverage some of your support staff? You know, I would tell you as a building principal, one of the very best things that I learned one of the most important things that led to success for me as a school leader was leveraging my building secretary. 
and I've talked about this numerous times here on the show, I'm happy to have that one-on-one conversation with people, but this is something that, again, when I'm coaching leaders, well, one of the things we're talking about is how are you utilizing your secretary? How much control do they have of your calendar? How much control do they have of your email? How much, how are they empowered to make decisions from their role? You know, if all they're there to do is, is answer the phone, I mean, folks, that's not what they should be doing anymore. There's so many incredible things that your administrative assistant can do. Lean into them, right? Because the more you trust them, the more that frees up some of your time and allows you to get to the work that you feel like you need to do. You know, and if you're getting that work done during your workday, that means you're not going home and working at 8.30 or 11.30 or 2.30 a.m., trying to catch up on the stuff that you didn't get to because you were busy putting out fires the day before. Maybe think about time blocking. You know, th- this will help you ensure that the work actually gets done. And, and maybe it also ensures that exercise gets taken care of or self-care or a massage or reading or whatever it is you feel you need to do to take care of yourself. Just block that time on your calendar. And if you're like me, if you put it on your calendar, it happens. You know, when, when I lean into a to-do list, a checklist, I mean, over here to my left, one of my whiteboards has stuff on it I need to do. I'm not held accountable to it. I'll be honest with you. I'll be transparent with you. That doesn't seem to get it done. It does serve as a reminder sometimes, but it doesn't necessarily mean it happens. But if I put it on the counter, if I block 30 minutes to do this thing, it's going to get done. Right? So, so try that. Block time for yourself so that you can do those things you need to do to take care of yourself. Okay, 2024, it's going to be a great year. It's going to be a challenging year. Okay, but they always are, right? There are going to be those things that we don't anticipate, right? The resignations or the budget cuts or, you know, whatever other things may come our way. But if we're willing to lean into those things, if we're willing to feel like we're prepared, you know, like, like we can take care of ourselves and we're going to show up the right ways. If we can do that, 2024 is going to be your very best leadership year. All right. So one more time, folks, here's how we're going to have to show up in 2024 to be successful in our organizations. Number one, show up for relationships. Number two, show up looking for the positives. Number three, show up as a coach. Number four, show up resiliently. And number five, Show up focused on yourself. Now that brings a close to this particular episode. Normally I wrap up with a pep talk, but I'm going to be honest with you folks, this entire episode was a pep talk. I hope you have an incredible 2024. Thank you so much for joining me here on Leaning Into Leadership Podcast. Have a road to awesome day. Thank you for listening to the Leaning Into Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Road to Awesome. Don't forget, click subscribe, give a review, and share this with somebody who might also enjoy leaning into leadership.